I'm Jake Miller from the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect those of others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of My EdTech Life. Thank you so much for joining us this Wednesday evening. It is midweek. Guess what? We can almost see the weekend from here. So for those of you that are working hard each and every single day, hey, we've got a couple more days. The weekend will be here. We get some rest. But if you're joining us, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys here. And thank you, as always, for supporting our show and making my EdTech life what it is today. And today, we have an amazing show. Today, we have a great friend now, a, a new friend <laughs> that I met. But man, we were just talking backstage, Sorry, and it was it was as if we've, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. So today, we have the always amazing, always just awesome <laughs> Deb Zeman here on our show. Deb, how Thank are you, you. doing today? <laughs> I'm good. Excellent. Excited to be here. Honored to be here. This is cool. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your day. I know that you're busy. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of activities and oh, yeah. involved with so much stuff that we talked about earlier. And we'll bring up, we'll bring up a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, but today, you know, we're talking just <laughs> casual talk, getting to know each other. And of course, we're talking like it's not just books and bonbons. Right. So of course, I just said, you know what, I got to make that the title of the show with my friend Deb. And so again, thank you, Deb, for, uh, you know, being here today. Sure. So Absolutely. let's go ahead. And uh, for our audience members that, uh, you know, are tuning in that may not know who Deb Zeman is. Deb, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, let's see. Not a native Texan, as you can tell by the accent. <laughs> Born and raised in New York on Long Island. Uh, didn't move down here until oh, 2002 because my husband got transferred. And I worked in publishing for mm, about 10 years. Got my certification to be a teacher, but I will say it was kind of hard to do that because my dad is an education attorney. And he represented the districts. And I had the same last name. And I couldn't get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, you're his daughter? Nope. And it's like, but I'm a teacher. So I went into publishing. And I was also legal for a little while, too. But I kept wanting to get back into the teaching. And so I went and worked for a couple of years at like what we call alter alternative school. You know, they weren't necessarily bad kids, per se. They just didn't do well in the environment. So I worked there for a couple of years. We had the opportunity to move down here. That was truly the beginning of the internet when you could, I literally went, emailed, went down on a Friday, interviewed, and Monday when I got back at work, I got the job. And so I was teaching eighth grade. And then I taught, let's see, 
ninth grade. I don't know. I've taught them all. <laughs> um, so yeah, live here. I have two sons. They're 21 and 24. I don't know. Zachary's watching from New York. He goes to St. John's. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then had was in the classroom. This is my 21st year for teaching per se. And I just, I fell into ed tech by becoming the guinea pig where, um, Let's see. We went down in my old district and saw our friend Carl Hooker when he started doing the whole iPads deployment in Eans ISD. He came to us. We went down to them. And I was just like, well, why couldn't we do this? And so we had a grant. And I said, could the English department have a card of iPads each? Okay. So all five of us got iPads and we started doing stuff. And then it started leading to doing the uh, laptop deployment. And then we used to use, I don't know if you ever used it, Gaggle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, there's Tish. Yes, that was her guinea pig. And so uh, we did the iPads with my juniors. It worked out great. She never told me. She doesn't give me a choice. And you'll learn more about that. It's called, hey, we're going to do this. Not what do you think? It's let's just do it. Okay, Tish, whatever you say. So did the iPads. Then we got the laptops and went, got G Suite and just hit the ground running. And then in 2015, because they knew I was a big reader. They asked if I would consider going to school and get my degree. And I went to library school, was able to work and go to school at the same time and did the ed tech at the same time. And here we are awesome. 21 years later. Nope. Don't listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to some of our uh, viewers that are here joining us tonight. We've got Tisha and Tisha is actually going to be on the show this coming Saturday morning. So you definitely want to check us out Saturday morning. And we've got Pili here from joining us from Monterrey. We've got Gerardo, my great friend Gerardo, also joining me from Campeche, Mexico. And thank wow. you guys for supporting. So, Deb, we've definitely got yep. an international crowd here that's today. Cool. <laughs> so that's something that is very cool. But yeah. uh, talking about, you know, your experience that you had, mm -hmm. that is so amazing as far as, you know, where, where you came from. And the, what you actually wanted to do, which is going into teaching. But of mm -hmm. course, you know, you you weren't able to do that till later on. But, right. you know, to think that that was something that you had already wanted to do. Um, oh, you teaching know. since I was in seventh grade. Wow. There yeah, you go. Because I had this. <laughs> I didn't necessarily have the same, but I had this one English teacher. Four or five times. And then he became my mentor when I student taught under him and still talk to him this day, along with another English. So it was actually two English teachers I had when I was in school that I was able to student teach under and I'm still in contact with today. So, wow. you know, it's had a big impact. I mean, I was always a reader since I don't know, five, four, you know, always had a book in my hand. You know, I've got a book in my hand right now. I was reading <laughs> before we got on. So, you know, but being able to take that passion of my books and pull in that ed tech and pull in the creation side of it 
that's my world. It's not just books and bonbons. So there you go. That is awesome. See, like I never wanted to be a teacher, and I say that on the show all the time. I've never, never, but you know, then I fell into it and then I fell in love. And I've been in education going on 16 years now. Uh And, you know, sometimes I tell myself, you know, if I would have done this a lot sooner, but you know, sometimes things just happen at the right right time and I couldn't be any happier. And I'm just really excited because I get to meet wonderful people such as yourself and Tisha and Pili and Gerardo that are here that I have been actually, they've been former guests on the show and just hearing their stories just Mm -hmm. continuously, continuously motivates me and just kind of fills my bucket and inspires me and says, man, you know, I I am in a good place with some excellent and amazing people. And that Mm -hmm. is just awesome. So, and it's like you said earlier, before we were talking, it becomes your, it's not your PLN, it's your PLF. Yes. Yes. Family. And these are the people that you can go to for anything. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. You know who's got the niche and you know who you can go to for that if you need help. Yeah. And that's one thing that I love, too. It's like I always tell people, it's like, if I don't know the answer, I'll definitely find somebody that can get you that answer. And that's the the great part of the PLF there. So, uh, yeah, you're welcome. Gerardo, Gerardo, again, great, great guy. Uh, If you can, and if you're a Spanish speaker, listen to that show, that episode. Gerardo, very knowledgeable, very passionate for education. So, Deb, let's talk a little bit right now. You you hit on something that I really want to talk about. And right now, I am kind of doing that. We talked a little bit backstage where um, I'm exercising my creative muscles. And, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned your reading, you know, bringing in the ed tech and then the creativity. Mm-hmm. We're talking a little bit about yourself too, n- not in the professional, you know, setting as far as school, but right. you're talking about creating personal. and and personal. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Like, do you use that, that, that creation time that you have to do what you do? Is that a, just an outlet for you as well, just to yeah. say unwind from school and now mm-hmm. I get to work on, on my own thing. My thing yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I, I'm on what's called the TLA Tayshas committee and that's for the ninth to 12th grade YA books. So I have to read a lot, but there's times where I need my brain to shut down. So then I will go and on my iPad, like we were talking before, I taught myself how to use Procreate. So I'm designing things on Procreate. I got a Cricut for Christmas and because of my future daughter-in-law. So I've started to make shirts and stuff. And it's like, I could be in this little crafting room, which used to be my son's bedroom since he moved out. (laughs) And uh, I can be in there doing stuff for hours. And my husband will be like, are you okay up there? (laughs) Like, I'm good. I'm good. It's just, it's my place to decompress. I could be sitting there designing on the iPad curled up on the couch, or I could be in there printing things out and doing what's called weeding. You have to pick the things and Mm -hmm. it's tedious, but I'm so focused on it. Hours will go by and then I'm like, oh, okay. I feel good. My brain's cleared. I'm de-stressed. Now I can go pick up a book again to catch up on my reading or whatever. So, you know, I mean, with everything with COVID and going remote, being a librarian, it was it was different where I was before than where I am now, where I threw out them as much support that I could, but it wasn't truly accepted and taken and recognized because of where I was. Library programs were not valued. 
So now here, the stuff that I'm doing with, I have a partner at work where we can bounce off of each other. She specializes in one thing. I specialize in another so we can bring that creativity together. So. Oh, that's great. And, but going back to, to just creating there at home, I mean, it, it's definitely something that's necessary. It's just an outlet. Just yeah. like you said, let your brain rest. And right now, like I've been working a lot on uh, just learning some Adobe tools and, you know, uh-huh. learned, I was telling you, I learned Fresco today. I put right. up a little video and I was like, wow, like you said, you just kind of shut the brain down a little uh-huh. bit and then you learn a new skill and, and like I was talking to Claudio, I think that like what you're doing and, and you'll share a little bit about what you're working on as well. But I think it's it's a great way to just creative, creatively amplify our voice, like what we're feeling. And I know mm-hmm. I talked about this um, in another show where sometimes, like, for example, I may not be, you know, either the best singer or the best something, but right. I can I can tell you how I'm feeling by just simply creating something, whether it's right. a drawing or, mm-hmm. you know, working on a video or something yes. like that. And I think that that even for us as teachers, I know that we ask our students to be creative and amplify their voice. But mm-hmm. even for us, it, it really does help. Especially <laughs> like we were saying with this year, it's all about mindfulness and we've got to take care of ourselves. Oh, yeah. Sketch noting. Yeah. Omar, your stuff is like on yeah. <laughs> Yes, we've used it. And, you know, we've used his examples for stuff. And I'm always envious. But it's kind of like what you we were saying before, when I first learned about procreate, it was from a former student, I was like, I can never do that. But because I sat and I took the time and it was something I wanted to do for myself. And it was taking care of me. Now I'm like, Oh, yeah, layer and this and that and I can do it and I can drop it and I can create. And again, it's reading is an escape for me, but so is this. I've always wanted to learn how to sketch note, but I can't draw to save my life. So I'm like, I'll stick with appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm I'm the same way. Trust me. I, I've tried it. Maybe it's like I yeah. said, it maybe it just it, it just hasn't clicked, but maybe now that I'm messing around a little bit more with yeah. the iPad and the stylus and everything it'll come. But right now, like I said, it's just uh, been just a really creative journey right. being able to do this. And, you know, a lot of people to thank, you know, especially I, and I know I, you're, you're familiar with Al Thomas, right? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Right. I mean, Al greatest is, photographer, greatest, like just so uh, he and Claudio, there they yes. are. Yeah. Him and Claudio both, you know, have been just amazing. And I know mm-hmm. I had Claudio on the show last week and I let him know, I mean, just what he's been able to help me do. And also with uh, Al, I mean, I'll I'll text him every once in a while. I was like, hey, check this out. Check out what I did and do this. And, you know, takes the time and says, hey, you know what? Let's meet or try this, try that and everything. And I think that's just amazing when you find your PLF, you know, people, like you said, you find, you know, those people that have those certain specializations Mm -hmm. that maybe you're wanting to learn, you reach out to them and they're there to help. And so that is definitely something that is amazing and just continues to help you grow. I mean, when Tish and I have gone to conferences, we always find out where, usually we're hanging out with Claudio anyway. We have our little group that we hang out with, but we always go wherever those two are. And it's because of them, we've learned about Adobe Rush and I'm sitting there on my phone creating little spark videos and whatever. And just, they just take it to another level. But when they teach you, 
it's like, oh, okay. I'll give you another example. Buncee. I love Buncee. I don't use it just for the library aids and the library. I do it for me. So what I do is I create the bookmarks. And I create them based on a book I might have been reading. This month, it's Women's History Month. So I'm creating oh, yeah. bookmarks with quotes for famous women. Women people don't necessarily know made an impact. And way back two years ago, we were at ISTE and Michael Dresick. Mike is the bomb. He's like the king of Buncey. He created like the Buncey man that goes and travels everywhere. He literally taught it to us in five minutes, but taught it to us in a way that literally stuck with us. And because of that little five-minute tutorial, that's all I've ever done is use Buncey now for in the library and in the classroom, but also for myself where I can just sit there. And I've talked with Marie, who's the founder of Buncey. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, as I'm talking to you on the phone, I'm playing on Buncey on my iPad because it's another form of escape, but I've also taught myself and I can teach others how, mm -hmm. what to do with it, how to use it. So Perfect. Yeah. And and that that's, I think, what, what I like about it is, like you said, those people that we look up to or that we learn those things from, then we put it into practice, but then mm -hmm. we also share that mm -hmm. with others. And oh, yeah. that's the thing that I love that, you know, once mm -hmm. I'm inspired, like, and I, and I, and lately I've just been, you know, putting up a lot of stuff like artsy stuff that I never thought right. that I would be able to do. But then, you know, with, yeah. with Claudio and, and Al, who always just kind of say, Hey, you know, just put it out there. I mean, you, because then you suffer of imposter syndrome and then you mm -hmm. say, no, but it's not good enough. And so now I've learned and now I'll put on my post, I'll say, look, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking right. for practice. And that's the only way that I, we're going right. to get better. And you're also in a sense saying, hey, if you have any tips for me, please let me know because I want to know what it is that you did to make it where I want to take it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yes, for sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of that creativity that you're putting into practice. And of course, you see the title of the show. It's called It's yeah. Not Just Books and Bonbons. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's a story about this. And when we yeah. met at TCEA, you said, hey, there's a story behind it. So yeah. now I get to hear the story. Okay. And our audience members get to hear the story. <laughs> oh, and Tish knows this story. So a couple of years ago, when I had finished my master's, I went to administration to talk about my job role. And I was in a sense, both the high school librarian, but also the district librarian. I was the only certified librarian. So I oversaw a lot of things. So I wrote up my job description. It was five and a half pages long. So I handed it to the two gentlemen that I was with. The one's eyes were like falling out of his head when he was flipping it. The other one sits, reads it, sits back and says, and gee, I thought all you did was read and eat chocolate all day. And that stuck with me because it, for me, it was so offensive because you don't know what I do. I'm not sitting there just reading books and recommending them to the kids. I did breakouts. I did breakouts probably three times a week with the kids. And that's a lot of work, researching it, creating it, setting it up. I would do book tastings. I would do the ed tech stuff. I would teach the kids, you know, Tish and I at the beginning of the year did the Digital Citizenship Academy together. And to hear somebody say that, it's like, then you really don't know what a librarian truly does. 
We're not the don't shush me anymore. I had music on all the time. And the kids, when I was out, were like, why did you not leave a radio for, with the sub? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you know. There's so much more to than what we did. So that's become my mantra is it's not just books and bonbons. There's so much more that we can do. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm very no. passionate about that. No, and I agree with you. And I think you you mentioned that you had seen uh, Karina's uh, episode that we did. Yeah. And she said something along those lines, like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, exactly like that. We're, we're, we're not just here, you know shelving books and mm -hmm. doing that like people think i mean right. you're working you're doing lessons you're trying to add to the curriculum you're mm -hmm. trying to assist and help out other teachers during mm -hmm. this time as well and then oh, on top of that on top of that you know doing what you already have to do mm -hmm. you know so you're adding to that so i mm -hmm. i've always seen you know the library as it you know it should be seen and even when i was in, in the classroom mm -hmm. i said you know library should be like that tech hub like the central, like that's like yeah. the, the nucleus mm -hmm. and everything from there should expand out, you know, from that. And we're right. seeing that like, you know, and again, because of our situation with COVID, we're definitely seeing a lot of that. And we're seeing yes. a lot of people in your position across the nation that have embraced what happened in the sense and, and really just, just adapted to the situation uh -huh. improvised and and just boom just went for it and yeah. are doing some amazing and stellar work oh yeah and i mean you know they're actually seeing oh okay we have those okay to be a librarian at least in the state of texas in most states you have to have a master's in library and information science mine is that with the specialty of school librarian so it's like additional stuff on top of it we are it i think karina said it in her session about like we're the google detectives we're the ones that know how to research we're the, the ones that know how to find we're the information specialist and we're the ones that are going to get all the reliable resources for you that you need you know it's not just google guys you can't just always google it you've got to know fake news versus oh yeah. This is legit stuff. And, you know, back in March when we shut down, the I worked in copyrights and permissions for a long time ago, <laughs> way back when, when I was young. And that was huge. Copyrights and permissions, people do not understand. There are United States rights. There are worldwide rights. There's Canadian rights. There's Mexican rights. There's South American rights. So in March, when all these librarians, our teachers, wanted to go and record and put themselves out there, the lawsuits that could have gotten slapped on the districts, because the thing is, authors can turn around and say, sure, you can use my stuff. No, the publisher owns it. And the publisher will tell you what rights you have and you don't. So I had to scramble because somebody went and put something out on Facebook Live and I about lost my mind. Somebody from a district and my former district and I had to jump on it and say, no, 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 you can't do that. So during that whole week, fellow librarians that I know were building these resources and we were sharing stuff and like one was fantastic. And I said, can I take that format and take what I have and put it together? They're like, yeah, absolutely use it. And I did. And I'm like, here you go. 
this is what they can do. It needs to be locked down. It needs to be in like a flip grid or it needs to be in a Google Classroom that it cannot get out into the public. And after 30 days, you have to delete it. So that's what we were all doing in the beginning of that, running around and trying to make sure we were covering all bases so nobody would get in trouble. Wow. You know, and now it's like, here's the resources. You know, we don't have to go old school anymore with, you know, English four. You don't have to read the traditional Hamlet. There's a teacher at my new district. He teaches a graphic novel class with the classics. So I helped him. I curated a giant wakelet with information over each one. So the kids are reading Macbeth. But it's not the boring out of the textbook. It is now the graphic novel. So, you know, there you go. That's what but we that, do. I mean, yeah, and that that's amazing. You know yeah. what you did there because, it, and that's you know one of the most important things too that I know in a lot of districts and you know like people in our position too deal. It's like, can we post this or can we not mm -hmm. post this? Where can we post this? Is, right. is it allowed to do here or do there? And sometimes it's just finding or doing the research and saying, okay, what do we do? Is this what, what is possible right. or not possible? Because we definitely don't want anybody to get in trouble for any copyright. Is exactly. you know, yeah. So that's and definitely again that goes all the way back to when I worked in that in the publishing industry, having that background. I carried it through. It's kind of like, you know, in high school, when you take typing, that is the greatest, keyboarding was the greatest class I ever took. Well, working in the publishing industry in that copyrights and permissions, look at where I am now. I'm the information specialist and I'm still using that information from 200 years ago. <laughs> I worked in publishing. So yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, so you mentioned a tool again, and no. and we just happened to be uh, we presented at TCA, yeah. and you talked about Wakelet, and uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about Wakelet and share a little bit of love to uh, the Wakelet community that is yes. out there watching or visiting yeah. or you know or will rewatch the show later. So I had the greatest time, you know, there in that session with you all. It was amazing, and of course. Being assigned uh, Tisha's right hand man, and so I, I kind of feel like you said, like, like it's not like, hey, would you be? No, hey, you're gonna be my right hand man. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, okay. So I got introduced to Wakelet through Christina Holzweiss, who we were just talking ran the Ed Camp Cardigan this weekend, which was fantastic. And we'll talk about that in a sec. I had gone to New York. And we had already been friends and I'm like, Hey, I'm coming up to visit my kid for Thanksgiving. Can I come and see you at school? She's like, Oh my God. Yes. So I got to see her toward her school, saw her innovation lab, all that. And she said, and you know, we're all big flip grid ambassadors or whatever. She's like, mm -hmm. Hey, you ever hear of this before? And I'm like, hear what? She's like, Oh God, another tool. What can I learn now? She's like, no, 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 no. This is going to be a game changer. And sure enough, it truly has. I use it for everything. We And I'm sure you saw on Twitter today, I know how to delegate, <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, I remember she showed it to me. I downloaded it on my phone and I had it on my iPad. And I was, I was off and running with it, curating, creating things. Yes, daily, absolutely, personally and professionally. Like what I'm creating now on my own, I've created a wakelet. 
Whereas I have my portfolio as the wakelet. I used it. We, Tish and I created the student ambassador program, which we crashed through in three weeks. And now it's like worldwide. It's incredible. But there's just so much you can do with it. So when she showed it to me, I was like, okay, I'll try it. And that was it. And then you meet these guys and it's like you've known them forever. They truly, yes, productivity powerhouse. They are truly a family. And when Tish and I first met them, which was, I don't know, two years ago, I've lost track because we haven't been at any conferences in forever. I was like, we were at Flipgrid Live rehearsal because somehow we got <laughs> roped into being the bouncers at the door, <laughs> which is a whole other story. But we were standing on the floor and all of a sudden, and Tish had no idea. Anytime I tried to show her a wakelet, she's like, no, I can't. Not now. Don't. There's too much. Whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, they're going to be here. And again, it was like what we talked about before. Oh, the edge of celebrity, you know? <laughs> and like, yes. I talked to them. And so we go in and it was like coming home. The hugs and hello and how are you? And she and I, along with Claudio and Eric Delarosa and everybody, for the next couple of days, we ended up hanging out with them the whole time by accident. It wasn't even like, I'm like, all right, let them go do their thing. It's the first time some of these guys have ever yeah. been here. We're not going to bother them. But somehow we always ended up in each other's orbit. And ever since then, we've been in their orbit. And it's just they'll they're the kind that they go to the ambassadors they go to the users and say what do you think what are you looking for how can we make this better what do you want to see happen and then they'll share things with us too that you know they're you know how we always want as educators to empower student voice they're empowering educator voice. Yes. Which is huge. And, you know, I, like I said, I use it for everything. I, you know, I think my wakelet is broken though because I keep curating. But my bookmarks don't go past 25,000. <laughs> I have to ask them why. <laughs> I'm like, wait, something's wrong, guys. So, yes. And now they have more collaboration yeah. features, which is key for the 13 and under which is what we, um, who was it, uh, me and uh, Wendy Prey did the Ed Camp Cardigan. And when you present over Wakelet, you're literally touching the surface. They don't see the iceberg and everything. And there's only so much you can, you know, you need like a 10-hour session. And that has happened to Tish and I when we've gone and we did some sessions in our friend's district. And what should have been like a beginner's trainer thing, it turned into three hours because they didn't want to leave. They wanted to learn more. So we're like, okay, let's go for it. And we just, again, touch just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So, and I mean, there's so much to learn and it's such mm -hmm. a robust tool. And what I love yeah. is just like we said, like any link that you got, anything with a link, just pop it, it in there and you're yeah. good to go. And, and I mean, the key thing is it's free. Yes. And People that's really always been free. And and uh, you're absolutely right. I think that was one of my main points that when we talked in the presentation is that the fact that yeah. Wakelet always listens. 
to educators. That is one of my favorite things. Uh-huh. You know, of, yes, yes, the tool is great, but it's just the fact that they're always willing to listen. They're doing the research and so on. And yeah. they're so, so kind, so humble. And, mm-hmm. and they're just amazing, amazing company, yeah. amazing everything. And, and what's everything the next do. level? What can we take it to for educators? And the mm-hmm. thing is, the little behind the scenes is they did not expect I was on level 12. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get what she means. I'm like, what does she talk about? They, I don't think they expected the explosion that happened in the education world because they usually, the, before they were universities, they were companies. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I think, I know Christina was one. And then I think it's uh Brandy Reams, who is a kindergarten oh, yeah. teacher who uses it all for lesson plans. She was one of the very first who just, you know, it went boom. So, and yeah, level 12, because I'm always finding something else that I can do with it. And I'll be like, here, try this. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so, th- I mean, that's awesome. Like you said, and, uh, yeah. you know, I remember the, the, my, the way that I, I stumbled upon it was just because I needed a, a tool to keep on my resources, a curation tool. And we're yes. actually going through my master's program. And mm-hmm. what one of our assignments was, it's you have to, uh, you know, pick articles during the week. I think it was mm-hmm. five articles per week that you need to submit right. and you need to use a tool. And I was looking at tools and doing research and all that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what's this Wakelet thing? And sure enough, I, I signed up for it. And I, I guarantee you that I think it might've been maybe within that week or week and a half I received a phone call or actually through message from James. And then he's like, Hey, can we do a meet? Uh I was like, okay, sure. Mind you, it's already, it's 5 PM my time. I'm getting out of work, which means it's 11 PM UK time Uh and I'm driving. And of course I shouldn't be driving, but I started to meet, but then I parked at a Starbucks (laughs) and I just sat there in my car. We had a conversation for about an hour and he was just asking. And the same thing I told him, you know, if you make this accessible to teachers, you don't understand the potential that this has right. because you just pop right. everything in there and uh-huh. it's good to go. And yeah. so, like I said, going back to the way they work, I mean, yeah. they, they, they'll contact you, they feedback, they listen. Yeah. That's a beautiful part about the community aspect of it mm-hmm. too as well. That is a true PLF. Oh yeah, true for PLF. sure. Honestly, Tish and I are convinced that they do not sleep. Because we'll get little messages. We're in a group chat with them. And all of a sudden, it could be, you know, 11 o'clock at night, hour time. And I'll hear, ding, I'm about to go to sleep. I'm like, what? And I'll look and I'll go, what are you doing? It's five in the morning. Go to sleep. So, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Then, yeah. Yeah. So, definitely sharing some love to all the guys at Wakelet. Thank you so much for everything you do. And obviously, just for listening to teachers and just continue doing the great stuff because as you can see, you've got two wonderful educators. I mean, you've got Deb here, you've got Tish in the chat and you know, you've got Rose Gerardo, I know Pili and all them that we use it also as well. Isaac also, I mean, he just shared it, you know, powerhouse tool. So definitely great. So Deb, let me ask you something like what, what else is out there? What else is on your radar right now? Maybe, you know, you're kind of diving into or wanting to learn more from and, you know, as far as a, a tech tool that might be out there. Okay. Um, I really like Book Creator. Oh, I love it. That is really cool. Again, Christina. 
Yes. <laughs> hey, try this. Okay. And for, you know, if you look at it some ways, yes, you can use slide deck for some things. Yes, I can use Buncee for some things. But what I like is with Buncee, I use it for specific things. Whereas Book Creator, I like it because of that comic book feel with the panels. Yeah. And I know that it attracts the kids a little more. So what I did was, boy, was it a lot of work, but it really helped. When, at the end of the year with the Tayshas list, we had our final list and it was 102 titles. We got it down to 78. And I'm like, okay, I need something, a tool that I can showcase. These are our top 10. Here's the rest of them that we voted on. And then I'm like, wait, I did those two books with Christina. We did the Librarian Survival Toolkit and then the Digital Survivors Toolkit. And we did them in Book Creator. And the thing I loved about Book Creator is it's actually really simple to use. Click, click, add, click, done. So I said, oh, I'm going to use that. And so what I did was, because we're COVID, this was the key thing, and we're in remote, it's a virtual book tasting. Oh. So I have a picture of the book. I have a summary based on what somebody in the team wrote up. And then I would find book trailers. I would find uh, author interviews audio clips that the publisher put out, believe it or not, on SoundCloud. They'll have these five-minute clips. So it will pull the kids in. So what we were able to do this year is with seniors, juniors, and sophomores, we were able to go in, bring some of the books with us, but also show and share the book tasting. And the kids could, at their leisure, skip through, read it, listen to it, watch the trailer. And it was like, Oh, this is great. So that's the other um, one that I've been playing with. Oh yeah. that And that's a wonderful, wonderful tool. Like, again, mm -hmm. I love the simplicity. Like you said, you know, there could be so much done. And then of course the, the immersive reader, you've got all the yes. tools that are built into it for yes. accessibility uh -huh. and learning. And, uh, you know, like I said, and it's such a very easy tool to use that, uh -huh. you know, once, and this is what I tell teachers, like sometimes you just get clicky with it. You, yep. you really can't break anything in there. You know, you can always yeah. click undo and figure it out. But I, I love the ease. The platform is great. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you can have a little unit. You have your book. Mm -hmm. You have your bookshelf. And then, of yeah. course, the kid, you share that with the students. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Big you time. have 40 books. That's a lot. You're not going to create 40 books overnight. That's the thing. Yes. App smashing, flip grade, and book creator. Absolutely. Yes. There you go. You can have smash with so many things. I think with Wakelet, Kathy Kersnowski and I think it was Brad Dale, I think, came up with 36 app smashes with Wakelet. 36. I was like, okay, I don't have that time <laughs> to figure everyone out. But again, you know, that's what's nice with all these different ed tech tools that we use. We have that ability to, oh, Okay, in Wakelet, I can do a Flipgrid short, and I can include in a Buncee. And you know what? I can also put the link to my book creator in there. Yeah. In addition to YouTube and everything else. Everything and, else. And I love to go back. I'm sorry I'm going back to Wakelet, but when you put in a YouTube video, it plays right in there. You're not going out to YouTube. So that's what's really nice, too.
Oh yeah, most definitely. That way you don't get all that other distraction yeah. stuff and everything. So that's and great. then I really want to, and I'll probably tag Claudio and Albert. Of course. <laughs> More Adobe, just because there's just so much. I know how to do the Adobe Spark and Adobe Spark video. Now I really want to learn uh Adobe Rush. Rush, yes. Actually, like uh, Claudio's been, you know, he's been hooking it up. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. I, I just love Claudio's heart. Like, I mean, he just mm -hmm. he works, he he does this and he puts up those those mini PD sessions yes. very quickly, very yeah. easily. You follow along, mm -hmm. and by the time you know it, you're doing exactly what he's doing. And I think that that's wonderful. The work that he's doing, creating those yeah. videos that he does, and of course, uh, yeah. yeah, the session too that that Al did in TCEA mm -hmm. too. You know, using the, the storytelling documentary. Yeah, or the documentary. I used yeah, sorry, the one minute. Yes, this is great. This is yes. what I need. So yeah. Yes, and I think that's what what we're seeing now more of is. You said just getting authentic voice from from students. I mean, it doesn't uh -huh. necessarily they don't have to have their camera on. They no. can narrate something. Uh -huh. They're creating a learning artifact. Uh -huh. And that's something that's so important to understand right. that, you know, giving them a choice to present something in a manner that is conducive to the, in a manner that is you know, I, I attracts them that that really hooks them where they can show their creativity and you know, bring that out. I think that that is where authentic learning takes place. Now, it may not look like your traditional, you know, multiple choice sheet, you know, that you're grading, or it's not going to look like a Google form right. or a formative assessment. But who says that you can't assess student learning through that? I mean, if, in my grad program, we had to turn our final project was our portfolio of everything that we had created uh -huh. up until that day. And then you've got the professors that would grade to make sure that everything is in order the way that they wanted. But there wasn't any test. Nothing was multiple right. choice. Everything was created. Uh -huh. And what I loved is that this is what they said. Well, this is what we're going to be working on this week. You pretty much figure it out as far as what tool you need. Yep. But here is our rubric. Uh -huh. There you go. So as long right. as you have a check here, check here, check here, doesn't matter what tool uh -huh. because they were telling you and allowing you to find a creative way, something that might work either for your district, right. something that may work for you. Uh -huh. But in, in the end, they're learning to the tech yep. tools that are out there. And yes. of course, where whoever you share your portfolio with, they're going to see, wow, this person it can go in depth into so many of these uh, platforms and uh -huh. is well versed in them. Yeah. So that's something that's amazing. But there, that is where you get that student voice and student choice. Yes. And going back to Albert's one minute documentary, when I met with these sophomores, I think we're sophomores. Oh no, they, I don't remember. They were doing some competition and it was the 7 billion. So it had to do with like the SDGs and everything. And so when I introduced the one minute documentary, you know, one of the things on the legality side, they couldn't have things that weren't owned by them. Like they had to be, if they were copyrighted, it takes forever to get permission. So you got to make it your own. I said, guys, think of a one minute documentary as a TikTok. You get 60 seconds. You can sit there with your phone and take the pictures and you can do your voiceover. You own it. You own the words, you own the pictures, but just be careful. Don't be filming when there's like a CVS or a Walgreens and you're yeah. sitting that you get in trouble, but it becomes yours. 
and it's 60 seconds. Be done with it. And they were like, I didn't even thought of that. Like, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just beginning on that. I'm learning yeah. how to do that. I feel like a fool half the time, but I do it, you know? Yeah, so. you know what? And and But that's all part of getting, even ourselves as educators, getting out of our comfort zone and just doing things. And I'm seeing some educators doing some wonderful stuff on TikTok. Yeah. And we were actually talking about that earlier today and even how ourselves as adults, mm-hmm. you know, can go onto TikTok and right. uh, it's just a snack size PD. And like you were saying, yes. we, we can pause rewind, take a screenshot, yeah. come back and you're mm-hmm. learning that skill and how easy it is to, how yeah. easy is it to search? Deb, you told me, what do we just need to do? Type in a what? Hashtag. There you go. <laughs> just type, in a hashtag. type in your hashtag and you're good. So like what we were talking about when I want to learn little tricks for procreate that I'm kind of stuck on. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Oh, Nobody's home. Is it Tish? Is it Tish calling you? (laughs) No, she'd be just, no. She's probably laughing and taking 9,000 pictures as she watches this. Anyway, um, I wanted to learn certain things about Procreate, and all I have to do is just put hashtag, and up it came. And if you think about it, the way our world is now with technology, it literally is that one-minute PD. Nobody has... The brain, not even, it's not even capacity, but the, what's the word I'm trying to think? The, you just don't have the patience to do it. Yeah. It's now, I need it now. And that's what I love about the TikTok stuff. Oh, thanks. That's exactly what I wanted to know. One minute PD, done. That's Perfect. what's coming. So, yeah. Oh, oh. Sisters, yeah. She would use Clubhouse to call you. Yeah. yeah she'd be thinking. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I like I'm looking at my notifications and I don't see anything here that says Tish Poncio has started a room. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But, but yeah, I that's know. when it comes to our attention span. Yes. Cognitive overload. There you and go. Especially with I mean, I can't even believe in one week it's a year that yes. we've been doing this. March 13th. And I'm like, yeah. look at what's happened, like she said, that overload. <laughs> Is she texting you? I just got a notification. says, Tish Poncio has started a room. <laughs> you can't do a room while we're doing this, Tish. God. Oh, Tish, Tish, Tish. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, but anyway. yeah, we were just having that conversation, and, and I was talking to some of my uh, colleagues, saying yeah. I can't believe it's been a year, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it just still, to this day, I'm, I'm like, wow, you know, I, I don't know. But again, you know, like you said, it's just that cognitive overload, everybody screen fatigue, you know, zoom fatigue, everything yeah. fatigue, you uh, know, our brains are just overwhelmed. So even for us as adults and as educators, I mean, that there's nothing wrong with taking that little snack size no, PD. No. I mean, that little bit at a time, because I mean, we've already got a lot of stuff aside from our job, but you know, our mm-hmm. personal life, things of that sort that need to get done, you know, mm-hmm. little snippets yeah. really go a long way for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure, like, for the parents that are home, teaching their kids, hello, Karina, I love you. <laughs> um, little PDs for them to help them understand that. That would be, like, huge. One-minute PD for parents. Done. You know? There you go. But, there you go. But I All think right. this, what, this whole thing is going to change the whole landscape. With the yeah. trainings and all that, you know, I mean, I think about when we all have to go to in-service and the joke on 
<laughs> the joke you always see on TikTok is you could have sent that in an email. <laughs> yes, it's true. I don't need to sit through a three-hour training when 95% of the time everybody knows this stuff. You know, just send it to me. I'll watch it on my own and I'm good. There you go. Most of us anyway, self-taught. We're self-taught. Yeah. I don't need, no, no. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And this, of course, and we were just talking about this, uh, this past Monday, you know, doing during class and just uh -huh. saying, you know, this has, like you said, it's changed. The education landscape has changed. Uh -huh. Things are going to look different. The way that we are going to do professional development, definitely going to be very different. And, but I think in that too, there's also definitely not only a room for a, obviously more innovation, finding uh -huh. unique ways to share PD, but also with that, even us as educators learning from TikTok, I mean, I, and this is one of the things that I, I have always said, and I've said it, you know, for years, even while I was in the classroom, we, we can't teach like Google doesn't exist. We can't teach like TikTok doesn't exist or Instagram right. reels where you've got educators that are out there putting some stuff out there right. as well. You know, it, it's you have to understand that there's other ways of getting that information, like you said. And for somebody that is self-taught, you know, or, or can just simply say, you know what, I didn't quite understand that, but I'm going to go find a video right. and I can pause, play and rewind mm -hmm. where you can't. Well, you know, during your virtual meet, you can't mm -hmm. pause and rewind the the presenter until you get the recording afterwards, you right. know? So here, you know, you, you instant PD instant mm -hmm. right here on the palm of your hand yeah. and you're ready to rock. And, uh, you know, I think about when we did the Texas wakelet, when Tish and I moderated and the six of you got on, that's pocket size PD right there. Here's how I'm using it. Here's how I'm using it here. How I'm using it. That's what we need. And then the, at Camp Cardigan that we did this weekend. It went for 24 hours. My friend Amanda Jones, oh, she literally did two midnight sessions, she, three o'clock in the morning, because she's, you know, passionate yeah. about it. Okay. But the thing that was nice is it was a twist. It was supposed to be an Ed Camp where you're all supposed to talk, but it almost, it turned into more of we're sharing our passion. Yes. Is what it is. And we need more of that where, so when uh, I did one session on uh, state library association reading committees with my friend, Amanda Hunt, she's on the graphic novel one. I'm on the Tayshas one. And it was nice to just talk about our experience and then talk to the other people in the room. Are you on this? What's your experience like? What, what have you done? And then when Wendy and I did the um, wakelet one, we threw together a wakelet with examples of what we did, but we kept it small. We talked about back channels. We talked about the, uh, the collaborating, especially with the 13-year-olds and under, so teachers know that they can use that. But they were little snippets, but it went so fast. And that's what people want. And if you look out there at the hashtag at Camp Cardigan, Rose knows, I went to her session, her picture that she put out was on point. It was one graphic. The library is 1% of this building, but then 99% of the community. That's what we are. And that's yes. a perfect, there you go. There's one second PD, you know? Yeah, so fast. But yeah, and it was just, 
being able to talk with them and get those experiences, not sit there while somebody's up watching, a, you know, reading off the PowerPoint. Oh, don't do that. I don't Who want does that. People still do it. <laughs> but again, it's like you want to share the passions. It's kind of what I really wish they would do in some of these when we go to like TCA and TL, when we can be back face to face, have like a giant round table where everybody can see each other and get that out there and people can get in the middle and walk around. I mean, Tisha and I would be all over the room, but that's what people want. They want that not being read to. And that's yeah. what I liked about the Ed Camp Cardigan. I liked being able to do that Wakelet Texas educators where we all just did something really quick. That's what we need nowadays. Yeah. Short, bite-sized, like you said. Short, so. bite-sized, sweet. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, Deb. Well, <laughs> hey, before we go, though, I want mm -hmm. you to, you know, tell me, show people your shirt. <laughs> okay. I want to see that. Can you guys see? Yeah. Yes, I'm making them. Yes, I'm selling them. I'm still trying to figure out this Etsy shop stuff, but <laughs> you can also DM me on Instagram. I've got my Deb Zeme in LMS, but I also have Z Reads and Designs, which is what I am on, uh, what do you call it? Instagram, mm -hmm. but I also have it on TikTok. And I also did little tiny stickers. There you go. <laughs> So, I mean, what I, that's part of my learning the cricket is that's my outlet. But what, like what we were talking before, I'm looking for a niche. Oh, that's my daughter-in-law. <laughs> ah, there you go. I Thank guess. you for joining us, Jessica. Thank um, you. She's my teacher. But anyway, I am look out there on Etsy and I see what people put on Instagram. I'm like, okay. What I want to create is more of a niche for librarians, not your typical so many books, so many, so little time. I want stuff like, you know, well, it's true, or too many yes. bookshelves, which you can ask my husband, drives him crazy. Who's he's probably watching this now because he's at my son's house. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna kill her when we get home. <laughs> but yeah, so I made this shirt and I'm happy to make them sell them to other people or whatever. But again, it's like we talked about, that's that entrepreneur side hustle, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um, but again, it's my outlet too. I didn't think I could do, exactly. <laughs> I had tech life, there you go. That's it, that, and that's our outlets. Yeah. Even when there's not the remote learning. Oh my God, that's my son. <laughs> His comment. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Hey, you got family well, support. Anyway. Now, this is a PLF right here. Yeah, this is an is PLF. <laughs> and then if, of course, my other son from New York joined in, then it's a family affair. But oh, I, I love it. But it's just a nice, it's a fun outlet. And my husband says it's a hobby, but it could turn into something or it's just something I do on the side. Yeah, there you go. It's just like hours it's, of just playing creativity that's what it's all about so yeah. let me share this also i wanted to share your website here oh, so they can go to unstoppable-educator.com yep. and they can go ahead and check you out there as okay. well so let me go ahead and put this on the full screen and of course they can go ahead and learn a little bit more about you you've got some blog posts here and presentations <laughs> and so on so this is where you can go ahead and find some information from the always amazing, energetic, 
wonderful <laughs> Deb Zeman. Thank Deb, you. it was a pleasure <laughs> having fun. you, my friend. This Thank was amazing. You. And just to think that we just so happened to just land on the same table there at the mm -hmm. TCA convention yeah. and just talk. And then all of Tish mm -hmm. was there too. And, yeah. you know, now you guys are on the show and it's just so exciting. So yes. thank you so much for thank being you. here and uh, just sharing your story, yeah. sharing your passions, <laughs> and then just letting people see who you are <laughs> and, and what you do and just how, and this is the way she is all the time. Folks. This isn't just, this is not for the show. I promise you, because in every conversation that I've had with her or even there in the TC at TCA, this is the way she is. And, and I love it. It's contagious and it's beautiful. And thank you, uh, thank Deb, you. for, for being part here of this show, which is my passion project. Yes. And guess what? I want to tell everybody that today is a special night. I did share this with Deb, but it is our 50th show. 50th show tonight. Yay! And I was thinking to myself, I cannot believe that we've done 50 shows and each show is amazing and near and dear to me in a special way. And I know that the shows have helped many educators and many people that are out there, content creators. So again, thank you so much for honoring me today with being our 50th guest. And so I'm really excited. And guys, this Saturday, Tish, Tish is going to be on the show this Saturday. And I will be in the audience. <laughs> yes. So then you can start the clubhouse room right. while we're doing the conversation. We'll do the clubhouse. We'll totally like <laughs> critique her and all that good stuff. But no. And then, of course, sometime we will try to do the two of us. But I told her, I told you, I, we told each other it's going to be like a two or three hour. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, and thank, thank you, you guys. Yes, thank you, uh, Mark Zeman. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Jessica Denson, thank you so much. Rose Luna, Pili, thank you so much. Uh, Karina, we've got Gerardo, Isaac. We've got Omar. <laughs> Feli showed up. She peaked. She peeked in here earlier today. So thank you guys, because if it isn't for you guys, we wouldn't be where we are today. And thank you so much for all of your support. Really appreciate you guys. Please make sure that you give us a like on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, subscribe to our channel. Go to our webpage right here that you can see at w at myedtech.life, myedtech.life. So you can go ahead and catch the rest of our shows. And again, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate all the passion that you share, Deb, all our passionate <laughs> viewers that are out here that are here to support you and cheer you on. And just, you know, it's one big happy family. And of course, being a member of my PLF, you <laughs> always have an open invitation here, Deb. <laughs> Anytime that you want to come back and share, you know, Absolutely. maybe your, your Etsy store took off like crazy and you want to come <laughs> in and share. Hey, you can come and you can share <laughs> all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, for those of you that are watching, thank you so much. I appreciate every single one of you. And until next time, stay techy, my friends. <laughs>